to a new episode. Tonight's episode is a little bit special. Um, well, what are we even doing here? You might be asking yourself. I'm finally doing my Last of Us 2 review, but this is not a typical review. No, this is a different kind of review. This is the kind of review that I actually see if it actually becomes better over time for me, or worse, or my opinion doesn't really change because, well, it Probably hasn't, but still we're going to discuss and see how the game fares after all this time that has passed since me finishing the game and putting my thoughts on the story. So here we go. First off, the game is gorgeous. Best looking game I've ever seen. Holy shit, there's so many details in this game. Like they are actually detailed focus on this game. Like, there are many things that blew my mind. At one point, there was a, well, something underground, a dead person. I took a shotgun to it, and its head just exploded. I was like, whoa, nice details. The legs, everything, all of that, it just blew up. It was just fantastic how well it was, well, designed. All of that detail. Pretty, pretty amazing, actually. There are many things graphically that will blow your mind away. Honestly, it is fantastic. Everything, the acting, the animations, all of it. There are some people who think that, well, it's not exactly what was advertised. Some people are even comparing it to an E3 trailer. Oh, wow, nice job, guys. Why would you even do that? Different thing altogether. Not even, not even, well fair to do that it's e3 everyone's game looks better besides last of us already delivered it looks fabulous compared to well the old trailers it looks really really good and i love it graphically i can't say much except for just saying that it's absolutely fantastic i love this game well now we come to another part gameplay wise still really good is it perfect not exactly, but I can't say that it's bad. Well, Last of Us 1 didn't have exa exactly a perfect gameplay. No, it was really good. Not perfect, but fun. Fun for that world. I would say that Naughty Dog has a good grip on adventure-type gameplays, and that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Is it perfect, really? It really, really isn't. Is it amazing? No. But it's fun. The gameplay is truly good. It's, it feels really familiar to those of us who have played Last of Us Part 1. So I would say that Part 2 is doing a really fine job of actually creating a similar experience for you. And that's really good. I like it. Nice job, Naughty Dog, on that front. I mean, it really feels good playing the game. And it's tense. It's amazing. 
there are many moments that you just have an adrenaline rush and well there are many things that work really there are and i'm just talking technical stuff here nothing else so just technically speaking yes the gameplay is amazing the upgrades are one of the things i actually loved about the game because the details of the guns that change and basically they become easier to do things with it's really amazing great job naughty dog and yes you you will be forced to play through the game again until like 60 or 70 percent until you can get like all the trophies that's something that you're forced to do sorry but you have to otherwise you're not going to platinum the game sound wise there are many things I like about the game. The voice acting is amazing. Of course, it's not just voice acting. It's also real acting because they're actually acting. They're, you know, they're capturing their performance. So, yeah, it's really amazing. Music, not that good. Sorry. I love Gustavo, and he's just an amazing composer. But this is not it, Chief. I mean, there's not a single track that I can tell you that I remember. There are many tracks I can remember from Last of Us 1. It could be tied to the experience. But the only one that I remember from Last of Us 2 is the sound of a horn, which is basically not even part of the, well, soundtrack. It's a sound effect. It doesn't really count. You can't say that is memorable, because then you have to say that, yeah, Inception's music was memorable, which is not even Inception's music, but rather somebody else's that they used in the trailers. It's not even part of the soundtrack, guys. Get your facts straight. So yeah, sorry, but soundtrack isn't that good. So let's move on now to deep stuff, story, deeper gameplay, things I could mean. Let me tell you something. The story of Last of Us isn't about revenge. It's about regret. I know that feeling too well. Why regret? Well, this might be news to many of you. You might be asking, why did you think regret? Very simple, really. Joel is like a father figure to you. You obviously love him. And by you, I mean Ellie. And you care for him, but you feel betrayed by everything that he's done. Yet Joel's love does not falter, nor does it dwindle a bit. He still loves you. However, you start to distance yourself from him to the point of hurting him. But you can't see him hurt, so you try and reconcile uh, everything to make him feel better. You talk to him, all of that stuff. These are stuff that are normal, that everyone in their life probably has, well, felt at one point. When you are with your parents, you're mad at them. You get mad at them in front of everyone, or even just if it's you, and you feel really bad. And Ellie wanted to be okay with Joel again, but it was too late. So it's about regret, about not having the chance to do that with Joel, about missing many things with Joel, and feeling that heavily on herself, on her conscience, to the point that she was trying to blame somebody else. You might think that, and this is spoiler-heavy review, by the way, because why not? Game has been around for nearly a month now, three weeks, to be honest. So, spoiler territory. People say, why were we treated to that ending with Ellie that she suddenly let go because of two-second flashback? But you actually get to see the full flashback. And Ellie just feels bad 
she's just angry at herself that she let this happen. She's angry that she forgave Joel a little too late. That she tried to be with Joel way later than she was supposed to. That led to his death. Ellie's not saying that Abby has no right being mad at Joel, no. But she's saying that she's probably not at fault as much as she wants to believe. She's at fault as well. She's sad about all that. And she's not even a tiny bit happy about it. So that's why she decides to let it go. She decides that it's not Abby's fault. It's not even anyone's fault. Well, Joel was a guy who did whatever he could to survive. That's a fact. But not all of those things were nice. Joel did everything for Ellie. He gave Ellie a choice. Well, not necessarily. He took away the choice. But the choice to live. Fireflies did not give Ellie the choice. They wanted to kill her already without even consulting Ellie. Saying like, hey, Ellie, you want to live? Nobody did. So it's a very complicated situation. But at the end, Ellie is not exactly happy with that choice. She's just confused. And it's taken a dark path. Story-wise, let me tell you, the game is convoluted, very complicated, very weird at times. It's not exactly something that you can, like, you know, just read or watch and suddenly be like, hmm, yeah, I understand the story. As a person who has felt those feelings about the parent, yeah, I understand how it feels. I understand how Ellie feels. But let me get it down for you like this. There are problems with this game. As much as I'd like to say that the game is a masterpiece, it is a technical masterpiece, sure. Story masterpiece and the elements, no. Here's why. And please, don't come at me, please. Now listen to what I gotta say. First off, I hate the fact that they keep saying their names like it means something. Oh no, Nathan's dead, Eugene's dead, Sean's dead, Sam's dead. I don't give a crap who they are. I'm here to kill people. You're trying to guilt me? I don't have the option of not killing anyone. Whether I like it or not, I'm going to kill people. If you try to do a no-kill run in this game, it's nearly impossible. Well, aside from those parts that you actually have to kill people to progress the story. But other than that, it's very difficult to do. So no, don't come at me with saying that well, Ellie killed billions of people and yet... You know, she's doing that, then some people say, okay, so do a no-kill run and see what happens. All of that, it's just crap. Ellie was angry. Ellie was trying to kill everyone to get what she wants. And doing all of that, well, she went a little bit overboard. She killed people she didn't necessarily want to because she didn't have a choice, but yet she did. Everyone is at fault here. No one is innocent. So don't try and make those names and tell me that, hey, I'm supposed to feel sad. Or, or, the dog part. You know, these are cheap things. I hate that. And there's a really something different here. First off, I, I don't like the fact that Ellie's being painted as a bad guy here. No one is exactly a bad guy, nor a good guy. They're all in the gray. That's why the color palette of the game is gray. No one is in the good. 
No one is in the bad. Everyone is stuck in, in the middle. And I think those color palettes actually show how good or bad those people are being at that time. Like in the past, the color palette is really bright, so yeah, everyone's good. In the meantime, because of the weather and all of that, it just shows how much that person is feeling, whether it's good or bad, or basically, you know, the storm saying how bad they're being right now. All of that, if we're talking symbolisms, all of that stuff. Now, here's something. Aside from all that symbolism stuff, all of that, let's just, let's just talk about it. The thing that doesn't work with the story here, first of all, you cannot show me Joel died that easily, which is a tired argument I'm not going to get into, and then try and make me like Abby? No, that doesn't work that way. I'm not going to like Abby in like two seconds. And I said in the previous episode, which you can listen to, how this could have been rectified, how this could have been done in a way better method instead of what was given to us. And it seems that they did have trouble with how to present the story as one of the tweets that one of the game narrators, narrative designers or whatever, showed that they chose multiple ways of telling your story until they, well, landed on this one. And they were happy with it. And I'm not sure why they were happy with it, because it doesn't make any sense. However, the method that the story is being told is not exactly perfect. It could have been told in a much better scenario, or at least order of scenarios. Number two, trying to paint, the, paint Ellie as the bad guy with saying that she's killing everyone, she's killing dogs, and meanwhile Abby's playing with dogs. Those are horrible things to do to someone's favorite character. You're butchering her. It's not necessarily a good thing to show it like that. Number three, there are some unanswered questions that we would have loved to get answers to. Sure, Last of Us can have a standalone game pertaining to Abby and what was the kid's name? I forgot. That kid, whoever he was, to see what the hell happens with them. But still, there are many things I would like to ask. Some people even said that basically Dina didn't leave Ellie. They moved back and Ellie was just there to get her guitar. Well, it would be a little bit weird, like she moved back to Jackson and left Ellie's guitar there. Why would you do that? I would still like to think that Dina left her. This is another thing I would like to say. As a guitar player, why does she want to play with two fingers? I mean, it's, it, sure, you can't do chords anymore, but it's not exactly impossible. You can still have fun with your guitar. Why would you throw that guitar away? You're leaving your past behind? Hey, I'm getting way too deep into this stuff. Anywho, Oof. Last of Us 2 is a flawed masterpiece. It is not exactly a pristine, crystal clear masterpiece. And no, don't come at me by saying that, well, it works, it's as great as you said. No, 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 no. I love Ellie. I like Abby. I like her. But I felt more sympathy for Ellie than I did for Abby. And one more thing, the design of Abby is terrible. She didn't have that much muscle when we were introduced to her. Now that I played as her, it felt unrealistic, especially in the post-apocalyptic world. And some journalist is saying that people are body shaming her because they're not ready for female protagonists. Are you for real? Like, 
What kind of a bullshit is that? Tomb Raider? Lara Croft? Any of that? Ring a bell? Metroid? No? Maybe Horizon Zero Dawn? No? Dragon Blade? Heavenly Sword? Actually, not Dragon Blade. I was trying to say Heavenly Sword. I said Dragon Blade. Heavenly Sword? Sinua's Sacrifice? Any of that? No? You just see Abby? Oh, good for you. See, the problem is not that she's so muscular. It's how unrealistic it looks. And don't come at me by saying that, well, you know, there are many unrealistic body things in, you know, Japan Japanese video games. Those are Japanese video games. It's their culture based on anime and stuff like that. You can't say anything to them. But this is another one that prides itself on being realistic. This is not realistic. Somebody being that muscular in the post-apocalyptic world. If it was the same version shown in the other trailer that we were shown in the Paris Game Convention. Was that the name? Paris Game Convention, we're going to call it. Then I would have been fine with it. It wouldn't have made me feel like, holy crap, she's a she-hulk. But now I look at her and I'm like, oh shit, those are way too big of a muscle. For a lady in a post-apocalyptic war. My tongue got stuck. So, no, it does not work. Sorry. Sue me. But it doesn't work. It really doesn't. I'm not going to back down from my opinion. It really, really doesn't work. It's not exactly what you think. (sighs) Anywho. If you're thinking about buying Last of Us 2, it's a very heavy experience. It took a toll on me to witness Ellie and her pain and all of that. And you feel empty after after playing this game. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing is completely subjective. But this game could have been done better especially in the story section. Not only the order of scenarios, but also the way it's being told in some places, the way that it's trying to force you to know Ellie as a villain, all of that. I'm not defending Ellie nor Abby. Both of them are not good people. Abby wasn't a good person. She tried to be a good person. Ellie was a good person. Now she was trying to be a bad person. There are many things that basically shows them to be parallel. They are very, very much the same. Even the voice acting, sometimes it feels like instead of Abby, Ellie's talking maybe. Maybe that was a trick to make Laura Bailey actually sound more like Ellie. Maybe that was actually Ellie tricking us. Whatever the reason. This game is not my sequel. It's way too dark. I like dark stories. I like it. Mm, I really do. This goes over that to the point that it's just unbelievably dark. Like I just look at it and I'm like, oh, no, this is way too much. I don't like this. I can't believe this. (sighs) Is Last of Us... A game that you should experience. A very hard question for me to answer. For the sheer technical stuff that it has. Yes. It's a 
really great experience, especially well, the design of the whole world, the rope physics, acting, graphics, many things. Is it a game to be played just for the story? No. So where do I even land on the scoring system? I try to not score this game, but no matter how I think, 7 might be a good number. I wanted to give an 8, I would, I would love to give it a 7, I give it a 7.5 to be fair. Here's again why I'm not giving it a higher score. I am not saying that subjectively I hate the story, no. I hate the sequence of events that happens, which could have been done in a much better way for us to actually be surprised, to care, and be shocked by everything that happens. It could have been something amazing. Number two, the one thing that, again, I don't like, how is forced upon you to hate Ellie at certain points, how Abby's physique has been bumped to unrealistic proportions, which doesn't even suit her but makes her look like a transgender character instead of an actual lady, which sucks. And number four, because of the sequence of events, you will never ever care about the side characters that you have. This game is solely focused on the story. Gameplay, graphics, there are many things that I don't even try and say bad thing about. Rest of it, I have no choice but to. Anywho, thank you guys for listening to this episode. It got a little bit longer than I would have loved to, but this is my thought on the game. I hope you guys understand. I'm not bashing Last of Us 2. I'm saying it's a really good game, but it could have been done in a better way. I hope Last of Us 2 Remastered does what Beyond did and basically realigns the sequence of events to make it even better. Thank you guys for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope to hear from you guys. I will be also on Reddit posting this, well, theory of how events could have been done in a better light. And I would love to see you guys there. I would love to talk to you guys and see what you think about it. And I'm, I would just love to talk to you guys about all of this. Thank you guys for joining and I hope to see you guys very soon.